Welcome to the Forgotten Cartridge. I'm Gary. And I'm Kevin. And this is a podcast about older games that are less remembered than your standard Mario or Sonic games, and we try and see how they hold up today. Today's episode is The Grinch, released October 30th, 2000. What is your history with this game? I had never heard of this game. I didn't know this game existed. (laughs) So that is my history with the game. Um, I guess... I've seen the movie once, Um, so this game came out the same time that the Grinch movie, the Jim Carrey Grinch movie came out in theaters, and so I've seen that movie once, and I know who the Grinch is. I remember hearing his song on the Christmas stations all the time, Yep, and that's about it. (laughs) What about you, Gary? Same, really. About the same. I'm not super... I mean, I grew up with with the short... And, and then I saw the Jim Carrey movie a couple times, and, and that's that's about it. I have no real attachment to the character, but we were at a, uh, a, a video game swap type thing. Or swap meet. People weren't swapping video games. And I, I, I saw this, and one dude had it for like 20 bucks. I was like, eh, should we get this? And then, and then we decided not to, for whatever reason. And then I realized, oh crap, I have nothing to play for Christmas. So, this is now our current Christmas and future Christmas uh, game, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, and so this game came out on the PS1, the Dreamcast, and also on the Game Boy Color. Now, we played the PS1 version. I I believe the PS1 and Sega Dreamcast versions are the same, but clearly the Game Boy Color version's different. Yeah. But again, we're talking about the PS1 version here. Yeah, Presumably, the, the, the Dreamcast is the same. I don't see why they would make three different games, but it has happened before. It has happened before. <laughs> so it's made by Artificial Mind and Movement, who all we can really tell is they made a lot of licensed games. Yeah, a lot of games based off of like movie properties, so I guess games like this. Right. And so I, hadn't, I haven't played like any of the games that they have made so this is kind of my first foray into something that they put together uh, i've played a couple of their games um i played the monsters inc game that they made but not not that monsters inc game not the first one that everybody knows it's one of the sequels <laughs> i think it's called like scream team or something like that mm. and um i don't remember if it was good but it probably wasn't <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so, I, I mean, do, do you want to get into kind of what the game is? Yeah, sure. So, what the game is, it's a 3D action platformer, so think maybe like Banjo-Kazooie kind mm-hmm. of game, but it also has some stealth elements. You can hold a button and the Grinch will, like, sneak past things. It kind of reminds me of Abe's Odyssey, where you could hold a button and he would try and sneak past enemies. Of course, that was a 2D game. This is a 3D game. And so 3D platforming, each level has, like, missions for you to complete. Usually it's, um, I think every level has presents you can destroy. They have just general mischief you can cause on the Who's. I guess the Grinch is trying to destroy Christmas or something like that. And so he's just kind of creating mischief for the um, Whoville, I guess I would say. Right, yeah. 
I'm, I'm trying to think of specifics, like uh, there's a, I'm, I'm assuming it's like a glitter cannon of some sort that you have to block with glue. Um, so you have to find glue, and then you have to get on top of the thing, and then you have to pour the glue in there. So, you know, just general stuff like that, or... Dropping um, beehives into people's houses. I like that one. Or burning their Christmas trees. Or, well, burning them with your breath. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wilting them with, with your well, breath. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, the Grinch is a jerk, and you get to be a jerk for a whole game, which is kind of fun. Yeah. I, I kind of like that part of it. <laughs> <laughs> but it... Okay, so it's got a lot of neat elements to it, but I think it's got a lot of shortcomings, too. Particularly the graphics... The Grinch looks terrible. Yeah, the Grinch looks pretty bad. You know, the detail on other objects, I wouldn't say it's terrible. Like, it's playable, but it's it's nothing you'd really remember. Yeah. I think one of its biggest shortcomings is really the animations on everything is really quite limited. It, it almost seems like the game has a pretty low budget. I, I don't know what the budget was, but when I play it, my thought is, yeah, there wasn't much budget that went into this game. Yeah, this is a cheap game. And I, I agree, it's, uh, but maybe we're just spoiled because of Izzy and all his <laughs> thousands of moves that he did in a Sega Genesis game. Hey, um, hey, the Grinch has got a lot of moves, though. He does have a lot of moves. He does. Um, th- this, <laughs> so this is our first foray into games with a game with cutscenes. At least, uh, not, not totally, because Mischief Makers had some cutscenes, mm-hmm. but it was mostly text. So this was kind of weird for, for me, like we had to shut up whenever the game was telling the story. Yeah, yeah, and then I think initially we didn't have the volume high enough, and so it really, it was probably just, like, people watching a screen and not being able to understand what was being said. It sounded like Charlie Brown's teacher to to them, probably. (laughs) So... (laughs) So the first first start of the game, there are a lot of cutscenes, there are a lot of things that kind of slowed down the gameplay... And that did get better. I was worried yeah. that it wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, at first they like over-explained things to like to to a fault, without a doubt. Just over-explaining way too much, and it's just like just let me play the game. Yeah. Um, and, and the worst part is they over-explain, and they still don't tell you what you're doing. Like, yeah, it's such a confusing thing. <laughs> yeah, and and then I guess I would say we then kind of get got stuck a few times. Yeah. And so, luckily, while we were playing, um, a few viewers came through that had played the game before, and so they had some familiar, like, they were familiar with it. Mm -hmm. And so they were able to help us with some parts. Some parts we probably should have figured out, but then there were other parts that, I don't know, like, there were cabinets that you could pull open, but you could only pull open certain ones, and the Grinch wouldn't make the animation that he could pull the cabinet for most of them, unless it was one that he could pull. Right. And so unless you checked every single cabinet, you would never realize that you could, like, pull it. And, and you had to hit, like, a button to do it. Right. There's nothing pointing towards that. It's, yeah. it's so impossibly difficult to figure out. The only thing pointing towards it is that it's a room with nothing in it. Right. Right. Okay, so I want to give a big shout-out to Froglet on Twitch, who guided us along, uh, and it turns out that they guided us along because someone, they had played it a few months ago, and someone guided them along, so it's kind of paying it forward. It's the gift that keeps on giving, <laughs> the spirit of Christmas, in the Grinch game. <laughs> it's basically the jelly of the month club uh, for this game, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> and, uh, and we also, I did not know that we would be blessed with... Uh, 
a celebrity in our ranks, but we had the real Mr. Grinch join us uh, for part of the gameplay. And, um, you know, th they made their case uh, as to how unfairly treated the Grinch has been. And I think it made the game a little brighter for me. It did. It did. I mean, <laughs> and when we were playing the game, I mean, like you have these random kids who mm -hmm. run up to hug you, which hurts the <laughs> Grinch because he's got a small heart and right. doesn't like compassion. But right. then you have people that are just like, They'll shoot you with things or throw snowballs at you. Like, nobody just acts like you're a normal human being. Right. Well, I guess you are the Grinch, so you're not an actual who. But <laughs> no one treats you like the same they would treat another who. Right. Like, the kids, like, run up and hug you, and they're like, who are you? Or do they call you Big Daddy, too? Yeah, they did. Did they? Oh, it's so yeah, weird. It, it, it's pretty weird that the little kids come up and, like, hug you. It, it's a little creepy. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't translate well and no. uh, maybe it's something from the the movie or the story or whatever but the big daddy line really threw me off yeah it's like you know yeah i don't know but um but anyways thank you so much to froglet and the real mr grinch both are on twitch check them out and yeah i, I we couldn't have done it without you guys so yeah yeah <laughs> we, we really appreciate it <laughs> this game is so confusing it, it, the game is definitely confusing and it's embarrassing to admit, but there is one jump that we, like, literally couldn't do. Uh -oh. And I want to say we spent, like, half an hour on it. Not necessarily trying it for half an hour, but trying it, thinking, oh, well, it's impossible, and trying to find other ways to get to this platform we were trying to get to. Yep. And then, I think, Gary, you ended up doing it at some point, and it's just like, oh, Okay, it was possible. Actually, Froglet had us linked us to a speed run, and the guy just does it like it's nothing. That's right. Yep. And so I was just I I was getting kind of frustrated, right? Because it takes with all right. So I guess we'll, we'll segue into controls right after this because yeah. it they're, they're connected. But so you have to jump up on this pole, and if you jump the wrong way, then you have to hit square and triangle to swing once and flip or swing halfway and flip the Grinch around. And this is all automated, right? And then, and then you have to hold square and X to jump. But knowing when to hit X, because it, it seemingly has no effect, but, but it actually does. It does have an effect. <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. So yeah. I think what happens is at certain points when you hit X, he doesn't jump. But if you hold it, as soon as it's like a window where he can jump, he mm -hmm. will jump. Yeah. And so... And that's too short. And then it's too short. And so what I learned, the best thing to do is, is to just tap X to jump every time you have to jump and wait until like you think it's going to be too late uh -huh. and then like inch your way forward, like keep hitting X a little bit earlier each time so it's barely within the window to jump. That and then you'll sense. get the jump that you want. You'll get the long jump that you want. That's crazy. And this is like when you're swinging on, what would you call those? Like Poles? Poles, I yeah. guess. Like, I guess, horizontal poles. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, a lot of games have stuff like this. Mm -hmm. um, horizontal bars, I believe. Is. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the guy. Tomb Raider must have that. Yeah, probably. I think Tomb Raider does. I, I know there are multiple games that do, and I'm just drawing yeah, a blank. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank, too. Like, I was trying to think Siphon Filter, but... Siphon filter does, but you don't swing on them. I think you can like, yeah. you can like shimmy across. Gabe Logan is a lot of things, but a gymnast he is not. <laughs> oh, it, Unchart the Uncharted games. That's right. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nathan Drake is definitely in better shape. Yeah, Nathan Drake. <laughs> I, 
He's probably the most in shape person I've ever seen. <laughs> Calling probably. him a person. <laughs> <laughs> we can separate life from video games. Um, but do you want to talk about the controls in general? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so as, as you could probably tell from the brief description I just gave of how you do this simple thing of swinging and jumping, there's a lot of buttons in this game. I mean, th th this controller... Uh, it, it uses almost every button on the controller. It uses it, every button, doesn't it, it? it? Other than clicking the analog sticks, it uses every button on the PS1 controller. And, and right analog is not used, I don't believe. But, oh, okay, yes, yes. But yeah, so most of them, anyways. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's so uh, elaborate. And, and the controls are fine. I actually think that they're kind of interesting. It's like a, 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 it, it, it makes your brain work. Which is nice, you know, it's like, uh, my body wants to do the, um, uh, the wrong thing because it just, like, impulsively wants to hit certain buttons. Um, so, like, to do a, a ground pound instead of jump and square, or X and square, which is usually ground mm -hmm. pound on PlayStation games, it's X and X. Um, and then there, there's several other little things like that. And as you move through the game, you get more gadgets, which we'll talk about that momentarily. You have to use more buttons and switch between buttons, and it, it gets complicated, but, you know, like when you are successful, it feels good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, maybe let's talk about kind of what every button does. So X okay. jumps, That's and then, as Gary said, you can X in the air, and you'll do a ground pound kind of thing. Yeah. Um, square is actually a breath attack. So the Grinch has really bad breath. And mm -hmm. so if you ever see the Grinch, you don't want to be near him. Maybe wear your face mask around him. Because <laughs> he's got really bad breath and that can, like, destroy things. Um, triangle. Triangle is just kind of an action button. We'll do, like, levers and stuff. Yep. And then circle lets you use your gadgets. Mm -hmm. And maybe we can talk about the gadgets, Gary. Yeah. And this is something that we didn't get to see everything because there are actually quite a lot of gadgets in this game but yeah um i think we only found two <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> we kind of failed we weren't very good at the game yeah, at the we're, start. we're pretty bad at this game this this children's game two adults could not figure out most of the time <laughs> yeah uh but yeah so we found what did we find we found the egg shooter the egg shooter and the rocket pack i forget what it's called yeah mm-hmm and so the egg shooter is, I think Banjo-Tooie has something similar where yeah. it's just kind of a gun you can shoot, you can aim down and shoot, mm -hmm. and so you can hit enemies, you can hit targets, and... Um, yeah, it feels like a, um, it almost feels like a, a, a Call of Duty type game, or a, um, a Siphon, well not Siphon Filter, they didn't... I would call it more like Siphon Filter. 007. Yeah, but you can't move and shoot. Like, you can't oh, run around and shoot. So That's true. I mean, you can do that in Siphon Filter, but you can't aim and shoot in Siphon Filter. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, okay. That, that, that's a good call. Yeah. It's like if you've got a sniper rifle in most games, because you can't run with those in, in a lot of games, I don't think. Or if you can, you usually don't want to, because, <laughs> like, your accuracy goes down yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that's the egg shooter. And then we also found a jetpack, and... I'm trying to think of what game it reminds me of. Oh, I guess Mario Sunshine, if you think about yeah. the one um, backpack piece. Uh -huh. It's probably called the jetpack there, too, right? Uh, it yeah. just, uh, you charge it up and you're able to be shot into the air. Mm -hmm. And so pretty much it's almost like a higher jump, but you have to charge it up before you can use it. And I don't believe you can walk while you are using it. No, you it. cannot. 
So it kind of limits mobility a little bit. But So those were the two gadgets that we found, but there are quite a few in the game. Um, I don't know how many. Neither do I. Let me check the booklet. Maybe. One, two, three, four, five, six. 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 Okay. Six gadgets in the game. And so we only found two. Yep. How do you get the gadgets? So you get the gadgets by finding blueprints. Apparently the Grinch is a really smart guy. I honestly can't remember if he was smart in the movies. I don't either. I, I have no idea, but he's got like a computer system set up, and he's got like all these blueprints for these gadgets. Mm -hmm. But then... Does it get windy? Does, does he... <laughs> Something happens and all of his blueprints go flying everywhere across Whoville. Yeah, and so in each of the levels you're able to find blueprints, but um, it takes multiple blueprints to actually create a gadget. And then even after you get all the blueprints, you have to go to your computer and arrange the blueprints to actually make the gadget. And that's hard. That is actually harder than I thought it would be. <laughs> it's almost like putting together a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. But... It's harder than putting together a jigsaw puzzle. Like, if I told you to put together a 16-piece jigsaw puzzle, you'd be like, I could do that in a minute. Right, right. But these are all square pieces that you're dealing with, and they can be rotated in four different directions. Yeah. Thank God they can't be flipped back, oh, you know, geez, like, 180. Yeah. That would be, uh... It, it, was, it was pretty nightmarish trying to put those together. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of fun. I, I kind of enjoyed it. I was glad you were here when I was doing that second one. Because <laughs> right. the second one, I think was bigger and um it was you noticed a couple things that i didn't see you're like oh well that's got to go over there and my brain wasn't even thinking about that so that was <laughs> really helpful i would have been sitting here for like 20 minutes like why won't this work <laughs> right well yeah that was nine pieces right yeah I think and then i think pieces. the hardest one is 16 pieces and i'm i'm scared yeah i'm, I'm yeah we're gonna scared. need froglet for that one <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, or do what Froglet did and then and look at a picture of it. Yeah. That, that might be the only way. But yeah, so it's... Uh, a lot of neat little features are in this game. But it, it definitely feels like lower budget to me. Yeah, I would say so. Like the, Well, to start off, they don't have Jim Carrey doing the voice of the Grinch. Obviously, this game came out at the same time the movie did. And right. Like if you think about... Toy Story 2, as an example, that one actually has lines from the actors, although I think they're recycled from the first movie, generally. Maybe. I, I do know that there is a uh, an actor who does the voice of Buzz when Tim's not available, so it might have oh. been him, too. But this guy okay. wasn't even trying to be Jim Carrey. No, no. Whoever it, he was, I didn't know his close. name. <laughs> yeah, it was just some dude. Yeah, some dude just doing a nasty voice. I mean, it, it was like... it's. It, it 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 was pretty pretty bad, but um, the the only thing that you know it did have a narrator who was uh, George Lowe, who uh, is the only name that I recognize from the cast list because he was the voice of Space Ghost uh, for Cartoon Network's Space Ghost Coast to Coast. But beyond that, we we looked and there was like four or five names, and I'm plugged into this industry of, of voiceover, and I don't know who any of these people are. So they probably uh, didn't quit their day jobs to make this game. I hope they're not listening. Uh, <laughs> Sorry guys, <laughs> but but yeah, so it's it's a uh, I don't know a lot of a lot of the the levels feel like an afterthought, but at the same time, like the level designs are really cool. Yeah, I, I mean, mean they're they're big and they're expansive. Yeah, I mean they're a lot like Banjo Kazooie kind of level. It's pretty big. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it takes a while to explore. I mean that first level we must have been there for like 
two or three hours, and we still can't find our way around that place. No. We'd still get lost. It's just a big circle. That's the worst part. Yeah, it's just a big circle, and we still can't figure it out. Um, I, I, I will say I think that the, the level design for the second world uh, is better. Yes. For some I reason, so. it's it's more linear and less confusing to me. Yeah. Um, and maybe it's because the details aren't important enough to remember in that first world. But the second feels like it has more like of a grab to it. Yeah, I definitely thought the second level was just a lot better. Like, yeah, at least you could like tell where things were. <laughs> right. I don't know. Like we weren't getting lost all the time, and mm-hmm. we didn't get stuck on that one jump. Although we did get stuck on another jump that just looked like it was impossible, <laughs> but, it was but it, super easy. But it, it really wasn't that bad of a jump. We were like psyching ourselves out. Yeah. So you, the reason we didn't keep trying to make this jump is that you have to like swing up like four or five bars to get to the top of this cliff Mm -hmm. and the swingings eventually I got the hang of it, but it's a lot harder than it seems like it should be. Right. And so eventually we got to the top of it and you know, we were able to explore that area, but it looked like we couldn't make a jump. And if you don't make the jump, you fall off. Mm -hmm. And so we weren't really trying it that much, but then one time we just tried it and just worked. You just tried it. You, you got some, some gumption or some faith or something, and you just... I want to call it faith. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking leap of faith. Yeah, but, yeah. oh, yeah, okay, all right, I got gotcha. you, I got gotcha. you. We'll say you got brave. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I don't know, I, we only saw part of the second level, too, so there's, there's still elements of both the first world and the second world that we haven't seen yet because we aren't able to access them. Yeah, and so the reason that we can't access them is that we don't have all the gadgets yet, as right. we kind of talked about before. And so that really kind of adds a bit of replay value to the game in the sense that you can't complete everything in each world right. the first time you play through it. And I think that's pretty similar to Banjo-Tooie. Yes. is kind of like that. Um, it also kind of reminds me of the uh, kind of Metroid games where sometimes... You can see something and know that you're supposed to go there, mm-hmm. but know that you have to get an upgrade before you can actually go there. Right. Yeah, that's that's true. And um, it's it's I, I'm not generally a big fan of that. We were talking about Bugs Bunny Lost in Time. They do the same sort of thing. Okay. Where, but at least in that game, like you get through a couple levels before you have to circle back. I think it's been a while. It's it's on our list. We'll play it sometime. But. Yeah, so it's it, it adds a it's I like the first Banjo Kazooie game because like you could just play through all the levels. Yeah, and yeah I, it was I, rare that you had to go back, or maybe you never had to go back at all. I feel like you might have had to once once well, you yeah, got like near like the end, right? Yeah, but why? I honestly, I've only played through that game once, but it was just something that I remember when I played through it, and I only played a couple levels of Tui. Yeah, but I remember at two, it was like almost immediately you couldn't yeah. get everything. First, you can't even finish the first world yeah. until you finish finish like the third world or something. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't love that generally, but for some reason, it kind of worked for me with this game. It, it, it's it it adds an element of mystery and and excitement. Maybe once we finish the level, um, we'll be like, oh, that wasn't worth it. That wasn't worth going back for. There's still yeah. a lot of mystery about this game to us. And so. I think it's almost necessary for them to do something like that in this game because yeah. I believe there's only four actual levels in this game. <laughs> right. And so the game's not very long. I mean, I guess most 3D platformers aren't that long, but I think they say this game should take about six hours. I don't think well, Gary and I are going to finish in six hours. No. 
maybe give us like 20. <laughs> Not that long, but... It, maybe our second time through we could, but it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we played it again, we could beat it in six hours, but... Maybe that's what we'll do. Maybe we'll play through it for the next couple Christmases, and then the fourth Christmas or whatever, we'll just try to play straight through it and see what happens. <laughs> We'll just hate each other. Or not each other, but... Maybe. <laughs> well. <laughs> Tempers will flare. <laughs> oh, you know who we haven't mentioned yet? We haven't mentioned Max. Oh, but yeah. Max wasn't even used in that second stage. No, he wasn't. But but that was that's another use of the controller, is you hit the select button, and you can take control of Max. And he can go through these Max is uh, the Grinch's dog. The Grinch's dog, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, uh, you guys don't know that? Uh, no. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> it's... It's fine. I, I know more about Max than I know about the Grinch. Uh, but Max could then go through doors. And so in the mail, the post office, uh, as the Grinch, you have to sneak around these security cameras. And then you wait by a door and you send Max off into like a collection of circular tunnels that go around uh, presumably the whole uh, level. And... And he, uh, and then he has to find the colored tunnel to go through to find a button to press to let you in the door that you're standing in front of. And it's it's hard to describe, but it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. And other games kind of do stuff like that. I, I think Dragon Quest VIII, um, mm. which is actually an RPG, has kind of a similar aspect where you can send your little pet to kind of like find stuff and hit switches for you. Oh yeah. I think in the Super Nintendo game Secret of Evermore you could do the same thing where you're a character and you send your dog that's with you and as the game progresses you evolve through time so like you're in like a desert like almost prehistoric world you've got a wolf-like dog and then mm-hmm. as as the game goes and then finally at the end of it like you're in a futuristic world and you've got a robot dog with you and stuff. Uh, so yeah, it's, but cool. but anyways you you can do things but you can also control your dog to assist mm-hmm. you along the way one other thing about this game and we didn't really get to explore this at all is apparently if you collect enough presents or destroy enough presents because yeah. the Grinch is trying to destroy presents because again he's trying to destroy Christmas or whatever you actually unlock mini games, and I think you unlock the first mini game at seven hundred and fifty presents destroyed. Spoiler we got, alert: We did not destroy that many presents. I think we got up to like three or four hundred. I don't think presents. we got halfway to it. No, I don't think we got halfway. But I, and I think those mini games might be multiplayer. Um, yeah. Again, we haven't gotten to that point, but I thought we would mention it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, maybe next year. Next year, when we try and play <laughs> next Christmas, maybe we can get a mini game at least. It's, uh, That'll be our goal. Right. Set the goal low, right? Exactly. Set the bar low. Exactly. It's like the Beetle Battle, you know? You have to. Oh, you yeah. can enjoy the two player aspect of it, but you have to work for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. But uh, normally, as, as we have become accustomed to doing on this show, we uh, jump over to YouTube and read some comments. So, Kevin, what have you found? So, my first comment comes from Corey Perez, and he says, I randomly thought of this game and looked it up. I remember playing the hell out of it as a kid and starting over every time I got lost on what to do next. I got really far at one point, but I don't think I ever did finish the game. One of my first PS1 games, Many Memories. Hmm. And I thought it was kind of appropriate because 
when we were playing the game, I felt like we got lost in what to do quite a few times. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, we had um, Frogolet mm-hmm. helping us. Yeah. And so he was a lifesaver quite a few times. Yeah. But I could just imagine being a little kid not knowing what to do next. Mm-hmm. We definitely couldn't have done this without some help. Yes. <laughs> and then our next comment comes from Dr. Ink, illustrator in space, exclamation point. <laughs> And he says, I enjoy this game, but I feel like it would benefit from having nothing to do with the Grinch at all. The concept of a gadgeteer mischief maker, oh, mischief maker, <laughs> game is a great idea, but it's a pity that it's shackled to the movie. Huh. The actual Grinch-stealing Christmas parts feels so tacked on, it's actually hilarious. Like the developers almost forgot what game they were making. Interesting. And I'm trying to think of whether I agree with that or not. I don't think I really have strong opinions either way. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I felt like it was a good comment to read off. I don't know. I mean, it seems to me that there, there are a lot of people who just want things that aren't tied to a franchise. Mm-hmm. And, and I get a little bit of, like, you know, those grumpy vibes from, from the comment. But I also don't necessarily disagree because this doesn't need to be a Grinch game. And, and we really gain nothing from it being a, a Grinch game. Aside from the scene where we see Cindy Lou Who and her dad, like, there's no other characters that even really look like Who's, you know? It's, yeah. It's kind of uh, just um, generic bad guys. You know, mm-hmm. it, could, it could just as easily be Gex the Gecko plugged into this, and, or, or uh, Banjo-Kazooie, and, and, or Rayman, or whatever, you know? The Grinch adds very little to the element. Yeah, I think I agree with that. And then the only other comments that I thought were worth noting was quite a few people asked for a remake or like a, mm. you know, at least a reboot or whatever of the game. So like a remastered version. Yeah. Like a remastered version. Yeah, I would be fine with that. It could yeah. use it. Especially yeah. PS one graphics have not aged well. I mean, same with N64. It's yeah. just, and especially if they can clean up the controls a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Cause even like sometimes when you're trying to jump to grab the little bars, it's like, you have to be like right on it. <laughs> yeah. I don't need, like, PlayStation 4 level of, you know, accuracy, but, like, at least get me to PlayStation 2 and I'll be happy. Yeah. Get a little bit further. <laughs> yeah. Just, just be a little bit better. That's pretty much it for this game. Uh, now we ask the tough question, does it deserve to be remembered? And in all honesty, I don't know if we can answer that. I, I think you're right, Gary. I, I would say no, and I think that's going to be my final answer. But I have to say, when we started getting more of the gadgets, the game seemed more fun to mm-hmm. me. And so since we haven't, we really only played through, I think we were at 20%, 20%. completion. Now, there are a ton of collectibles in this game. And I don't know, it might have more than Banjo-Kazooie even. <laughs> oh. There's a lot of collectibles yeah. in this game. And so I don't know if we'll ever get to 100%, but... We haven't played through all of the game, and, you know, as we get more of the gadgets, maybe the game gets better, and so maybe my opinion will change. Mm-hmm. So, I, I say no now, but put a little asterisk next to it, because if we finish the game, maybe I'll feel differently. Yeah, uh, I 100% agree with that. I, I think that there's enough about this game to keep it interesting and fun, that, like, I enjoyed the, the four hours that we spent playing it today. But I really can't say if it's worth remembering because it's such a complicated title. Yeah. And, and it's, there, there's so much to unpack in it. So uh, to, to be determined, I guess, is the best thing I can say. Um, but as of right now, I'm kind of at a no, too. Yeah. Um, 
It's it's easily the worst game we've played. Um, probably. I, that's it, it's hard to say for me. I think it's better than Izzy. Okay, yeah, I that's think. true. It is better than Izzy. And I definitely think you can make an argument for Jaws. The thing about Jaws is, like, the game works. Like, everything in the game works, like, the way you'd expect it to work. It's mm-hmm. just, it, it's not really deep. Like, this game's more of a deeper game, but I feel like it has, like, issues with sometimes the controls or, or yeah. wonky or, like, you can't figure out what you're supposed to do. Right. And maybe you'd feel that with Jaws, too, if no one ever told you what to do or, but... I. I've been there. Yeah, okay, so... <laughs> yeah. So, I, I have a soft spot for Jaws, and I don't know if it's just because I spent so much time playing it when I was younger. And that's something I meant to mention last episode, is that, like, I don't hate that game. I know you're mm-hmm. not crazy about it, but I think it's okay. I think it's okay for spending five bucks on it. That's, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that this game's okay. I'm, I'm not mad about the $20 I invested in it. Like, it's, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to give us a lot more to talk about. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah. You know? we, so we, we do have a lot more to play through and a lot more to try out. And, and yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to playing it again. Yeah. Um, full disclosure, our memory card did not work <laughs> while we were playing the game. Right. And so we actually ordered a memory card on Amazon. It gets here in a couple of days, and I'm hoping the PS2 does not crap out in the time between... Now, and it actually arriving, the memory <laughs> card, and I'll use the memory card to save our data. If I can't save our data, mm. I might just try and play through the levels again. Yeah, yeah. Or give it to me and I would. And that's got to say something, right? Like, I actually kind of want to play it more. You see, <laughs> replay, now that we know what to do, it's uh-huh. not going to take nearly as long as it took us. It's true. Like, we were playing for like three or four hours, and we didn't get very far, to be quite honest, but... yeah. But to get <laughs> yeah, but to get to where we are now, I think it would take me less than an hour and a half. Probably. Yeah, it would almost be fun to try to speed run it up to this point, but speed run it as in like you know just try and get there as fast as you can, not like <laughs> actually like re- resetting the game every time we make a mistake. Oh no 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 yeah no 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 no, I will not do that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that if you gave me a thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollars. But it's it's um. It's interesting. So we'll leave it at that. And uh, do you want to tell everybody? We, we've been playing a lot of my games recently. This one, not standing. Because uh, this, this game, neither one of us had stakes in. What are we playing next time? So our Lady Luck, as I like to call her, our little <laughs> wheel that spins, decided that next week we are actually playing Star Tropics 2, Zoda's Revenge, yes. which is obviously the sequel to Star Tropics on the NES, which was... Originally only released in North America, I believe, and is one of the last NES games ever released. A lot of people talk about Star Tropics 1, but not many people talk about Star Tropics 2. Yeah. And that's why we had it on our list. Yeah, we, we, we intentionally avoided Star Tropics 1 because it's semi-popular. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess by that logic, it's not super you know, yeah. popular, but, I mean, Mike Jones was not incorporated into uh, anything since then. So. Yeah, he, he didn't make it in Smash Brothers. If he had made it in Smash Brothers, we might have had to take it off the list. <laughs> we might have. But, yeah, so, uh, Star Tropics 2, Zoda's Revenge, coming in January. I'm kind of so, excited for that one. I yeah. like that game. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited because I've never played it. I've, I've played a lot of the first one and never beaten it, but I've gotten pretty far, like maybe third or fourth island. 
Okay. I, can't I think there might be eight islands. Oh, then maybe I've gone farther than that. I've played. A, I put a lot of hours okay. in that game. That game got kind of hard. Yeah, it did. But yeah, so uh, thank you guys for listening. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Celebrate whatever you choose to celebrate or celebrate nothing at all. Uh, but just don't celebrate this video game. <laughs> <laughs> you can celebrate the Grinch if you want. Yeah, yeah. You, you, uh, the real Mr. Grinch won my heart. So yes, you can. And if you're nostalgic for it, celebrate this video game. It's fine. <laughs> in, in in 20 years I might be like you know what game I really loved back in 2021 The Grinch on PS1 <laughs> thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next time thanks guys find out more about this show or any of our other shows, visit us on the web at www.waxnostalgicnetwork.com.